Hello and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Paula. And today we're talking about staff. I was speaking to a member recently who was considering getting on some extra staff, but having always been on her own, looking at getting staff was a nerve wracking thought. You only have yourself to answer to and there's a lot that comes with it. So let's dive in. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. First of all, there's a lot of different routes you could go down. You could have a full employee, you could hire an apprentice, or you could get some subcontractors, or you could also look at just hiring a virtual assistant or doing some ad hoc done for you hours with TLC or other services, other admin service providers. Now, I think the main difference with each of these is the responsibility you have and the, the level of input you need to have and, the, the, yeah, the liability and responsibility. Yeah, but I think we need to back up a bit because ultimately there is a worry, no matter how big your business, no matter how many times you've hired before, there is always that element of concern when you're looking to take on more people. So whether that be like admin side of things, you need someone to help you with your admin, you don't want to be typing up the quotes on your own, there's always going to be a worry, can you actually afford them? And can your business sustain them for the amount of hours that you want to employ them for? Mm. It's always as well worth noting that even on the landscaping side, and if you're trying to hire landscapers and labourers and and apprentices down that route, there is always a, a worry again, whether you're still going to be stacked up with work later on in the year compared to where you are at this Mm -hmm. point, particularly with the boom that we're experiencing. I expect a lot of people are in the same situation we are, where we're looking to hire more people because we've just got such an increase in inquiries and actually customers that are booking in and wanting to book in and are prepared to wait. But obviously we can't get them waiting too long. You've got to try and get them going. It's always a worry, no matter what stage of business you're at. I think that's what I wanted to bring it back to. Yeah, and... It is also assessing, you touched on it there, whether you need them just for the peak or whether you need them throughout the whole entire year. I've spoken to people who always get to this time of year, it's always busy and feel like they're absolutely drowning and that they need people, but then they get to October, November and then they settle down a bit and then they're like, oh, actually, I'm glad I didn't hire anyone. So it's assessing when you say whether you need them full-time or you just need them for certain periods of the year yeah I think assessing your business and only you will know what's applicable to your business and and how the roller coaster is where your peaks are in the season and also it depends on what type of business design versus landscaping versus maintenance we all have different peaks and troughs in our businesses and we will know as the business owner where they are coming up so I think the key really is planning And that starts with trying to forward plan, really, when you know it's going to be a busy period, whether you can get some subcontractors in for that period, it might be, where they can come in for a few months at a time, 
or you might want to outsource the admin at that period because maybe you have a handle on the admin during the winter season or the quiet times, whenever that is for you. However, when it comes to summer, you're not getting back to clients quick enough. You're letting your marketing slip. I know we've had a lot of discussions with our members and they've just got no time to market. That is not the answer. You have to carry on marketing consistently in order to continue to generate those inquiries for your quieter months, for when the peak ends or Mm. this boom ends so I think it's all about planning and preparation really and assessing what your peak times are and trying to plan ahead yeah because I think also if if you're doing it before you get into your busy period you have time and the ability in your brain to like think about these things often people leave it until when they are really busy and they go I don't even have the mental capacity to assess my business right now and see where I need the help. I just need to keep going and keep pushing. Now, the problem with that mentality of keep going, keep pushing is that often Heidi, who we love at TLC, she calls it a tunnel where you keep going, you keep pushing, you keep thinking you're going to reach the end of this tunnel when actually someone could tap you on the shoulder and go, look, there's an exit over here where you could do X, Y, Z. So even if for most people right now it is a busy period, sit back and try even if it's on a Saturday morning whatever it needs to be for you to be able to just take 10 minutes write down everything you do in your business what takes you the longest what you want to get rid of and then assessing where you're at and what you need help with whether it's part-time or permanent yeah I think part of that planning and preparation time is a looking at the skill set you need. So do you need someone who can post on social for you or do you need an admin assistant who's going to do your invoicing? That's a very different person Mm. right there. Or when it comes to the build side of things, are you looking for a labourer that you want to train up or are you really could do with a skilled landscaper? Or are you looking for someone, if you're getting a lot of decking inquiries, for instance, someone who is proficient in decking, woodwork, anything like that. So it's one assessing the capabilities that you need and the skill set you need. And then the second part of the planning is looking at your cash flow. And Mm. I always say you've got to run the numbers. You've got to run what numbers you're expecting. And you should know if you've kept a log over the years, you should have a relative idea of when your peaks in the business are going to come, when the most inquiries are coming in, hence where you can plan for an admin assistant or and also the skills skilled landscaper and apprentice positions but also when you've got the money to pay for them so I think that's key you have to bring it back to the cash flow because it's all very well and good saying I'd like to outsource this I want to get another skilled landscaper I want this and this however if you don't have the cash in the business to be able to do that then you need to look at funding or ways around that yeah and I also think as well it's even if you go right yeah that's I can take the 10 minutes to plan it all out but I don't have time to look at job ads I don't have time to do xyz that's fine but still do that 10 minutes because the problem is, is if you wait to the quiet period to then do this everyone romanticizes things in their minds oh it wasn't that bad oh it was just me or but it was covid it was just an exceptional year when maybe actually you've been dealing with the same things for the last yeah. 10 years so Do it while it's fresh in your mind, because that's when you'll have a really clear picture on what took you the amount of time. If you do it in the quiet period, I think it was just all of it. I don't really know what took me the longest period of time. So even if, as I say, you can't, at least then you can prepare for the next busy period and save yourself the trouble, the stress, the overwhelm next time around. Yeah, and I think this happens a lot. What Charlotte just touched on is, and it certainly happens in my landscape and business, is the fact that we suddenly need staff urgently. So we then go on a recruitment drive. Unfortunately, every other landscaping company in the world is also (laughs) doing the same recruitment drive. So it's very hard to find the staff. 
or you make really snap decisions because you are desperate to get those staff on board. And then it goes back to a quiet time and you just forget about it until the next cycle. And it's a, it's an ongoing cycle that's repeated itself for years. And we're now trying to get out of that cycle. And like I say, planning for it ahead. So knowing that we're going to be busy June, July, August means planning back in January, February for people to come on board because there's nothing worse than getting into the busy period and then hiring really on a whim, not mm. really hiring for the skills you're hiring out of. He'll do or she'll do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's always the wrong stuff. So then it comes into question. Then you have a really bad experience with your recruitment process and it puts you off mm. recruiting more. And I know I've spoken to our members at TLC just about that very fact that sometimes you get into this cycle and then you end up having really bad experiences and you feel like you're always looking for staff and no one's quite right. Well, it's probably because you've jumped into it rather than Mm pre-planned like a few months before. Yeah, and I think now once you've assessed and you've looked, even if it's for this year or next year, looking again at your cash flow, but also thinking about, right, what do I want a full-time employee? Would I rather the subcontractor or would I rather like the ad hoc admin services? If you can only pick and choose, see what would make the biggest difference for you and your business, but also obviously look at the budget. So I know that Amory for admin services at TLC, you can just say, look, this is what I want doing, how many hours and just pay ad hoc. So that might be a solution if it's only for those peak periods that you need invoicing help and things like that. But do you want to talk a bit about kind of employees versus subcontractors? Yeah, so you do have to assess this. And again, it's different for every business. I've had both subcontractors, apprentices, full-time employees, part-time employees. We've gone through them all really and, Mm. and seen what fits our business. Now, I feel for my business that employees are better because you have more control and you can manage them better and and make them really your way. So Mm -hmm. they get the ethos of the company. Subcontractors are great. And I often use them during busy periods, really, just to top up the staff, because obviously you have your key employees, you have your key teams on the ground. However, then you have the ad hoc services. So we ourselves have used Amory at for admin services when we were launching the paving shop so again I could just buy time and Mm. buy help and then on the other side of things we've got some subcontractors working at the moment that are just coming in for various projects so project by project basis however the downside with the subcontractors they're never really yours they work for themselves they can be quite selfish and also you've got zero control over what they do if they want to have the time off they have the time off so I think it's again looking at the balance of whether you're growing a team of longevity or whether you're just trying to fill peak Mm. periods with a short-term solution and neither one is better than the other it just depends on your business but the main point being you do need to look at your contracts your employment terms and conditions and also even if you're having subcontractors they need subcontractor agreements and I would massively really endorse having team meetings with Mm. both subcontractors and staff so that everyone's on the same page particularly if you're putting in new procedures and processes that will in effect help them develop the business and work better together yeah because I think really you'll have a mix most 
most commonly it's a mix of a longevity of employees and using those subcontractors on top and the other option is apprentices and I know Paula you've had apprentices both in landscaping and in admin and marketing I myself was an apprentice for Paula a few years ago it is one of my and Paula's favorite options because they are fresh they haven't been to anyone else they don't have any bad habits that they've brought with them you can train them to be the quality person that you want them to be also they're keen they want to be in the industry and they're willing to learn and you can truly it's great for the apprentice but it's also great for you and I think it it is a great option but again it just the con of that is is they're not trained when they join you so you do have to put in a lot of time and effort into that person so maybe hiring an apprentice on a busy season isn't a great idea but as you go into the quieter months making sure that you have the job advert at the tail end of the business busy season and then moving forward yeah and if you need help with like job ads it can feel like a real big headache looking at job ads job specifications and stuff like that we do have all that available mm-hmm. as a topic in the landscape circle so if you are a member head over to there look at the staff staff in basics topic there's job ads there's job specifications all templated up that you can use in your business so you don't even have to think about it you just need to amend and get them sent out we are always adding more and more stuff to the cash flow side of things the business planning so there's always something there to help you in the landscape circle if you're not a member jump on the wait list the link will be in the show notes but again, we're here to make your lives easier. So if you guys need our help, just get in touch. But essentially, it's all about just getting the ads out there, planning, looking at the numbers, running your cash flow, and then making some decisions. I think that's the other key that we all suffer with is decision fatigue. We're all making so many decisions every single day, not just from the moment we get up, what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? If you're planning a build job, you're probably looking at the weather every five minutes to see what jobs you can fit in for what team on what day, depending on what weather's hitting you. So we're always making decisions and sometimes just making a decision on whether you hire what type of person you're hiring as in are you going to go for the apprentice in which case you have to look at the school terms college terms which is generally September and February I found down our way yeah and also looking at if you're looking at more the admin services the marketing services obviously as Paula said cash flow but also if you would like help with that TLC can help you don't have to be a member for that we can offer done for you services to members and non-members alike but yeah it really comes down to planning and sticking to your decisions I think as Paula says, decision fatigue is something that we can all suffer with, but biting the bullet in, in it, for want of a better word, is the way to really make change. Yeah, decisions are key. I'm really bad at it. I'll deliberate and then you just wish you just made the decision and go with it. And I think that's the key, really. If you decide to hire and you've run all the figures and it's looking good, just get on with it. Mm. And then, but don't hire hastily. So please, when you are looking at candidates, don't hire hastily. I think we follow quite a rigid process in the landscaping business, in my landscaping business, where we'll filter right from the CV, start from the CV and then filter down. But don't hire hastily. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us on this podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, obviously reach out in all the usual ways. And you can always check out the Limitless Landscapes podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.